we are just some jerks looking for perks. We got a film to talk about. Elijah, Doug, and Ben, and Tristan. We got a film to talk about. And that's the end of the song. Um, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Doug. I'm Ben. I'm Tristan. I'm Elijah. And Mike's not here, and Ford was here, but he's left. Um, we're not going to mention him at all. We're not going to mention him at all. Never again. We did. Never oh. again. All right. Pretending it didn't happen. So anyway. Um, so Doug, that was a nice song that you sang. Thank you. Where'd it thank- come from? Um, so I, I took some inspiration <laughs> from a, a lovely little 1960s anime cartoon. You may have heard of it. It's called Scooby-Doo. Scooby- I have um, never heard of that before in my life. Uh, yes, yeah, so Scooby-Doo, it was uh, it was created by Hanna-Barbera Production Company. Um, and Scooby-Doo was a cartoon that has been around for decades. I was about to say centuries, but it hasn't. So anyway, today we're talking about the 2002 live-action release of Scooby-Doo the movie, directed by Raja Gosnell, and and written by James Gunn, written by James Gunn, starring Freddie Prince Jr., Linda Cardellini, um, Matthew Lillard, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Sarah Michelle Gillard. Gellar. But wait, you're missing Gellard. one very important person. And Scooby Doo no, as himself, no. and Rowan, Rowan Atkinson. Atkinson. Oh well, yeah, also yeah. Rowan Atkinson. And so Melvin Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo is the movie we're talking about. Yeah, today. yeah it is. It's a live action 2000 and 2002. 2002. I, I literally just said yeah. that. Oh, did you? I'm I sorry. Yeah. I'm oh. sorry. I love you. Also, your hair looks great. Thank you. Yeah. For all, all the people listening at home, you can see how just how great it looks. I got a haircut. So. So have you boys seen a Scooby Doo before? This one? Any? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about it. Um, so when I was a kid, uh, my grandma had, like, the DVD of, like, Scooby-Doo meets Batman. And I watched that a lot. Um, I feel like I watched it more, like, the cartoons more as a kid than, like, I ever did any other time. But I watched the ever-loving heck out of this movie. When I was a kid, yes. Um, uh, when Scooby Doo met Batman, what happened? I want to know. Hijinks ensued. The world's greatest detective was met they, Batman. Yes. Oh. Did they fight the Joker? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, they did. The fight Joker, the Joker. wasn't that. They did fight the Joker. Oh. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was like was it Mark Hamill? Sixties Batman. Oh never no, mind. no. Like this was old. Hmm. Okay. So Robin was probably there. Yeah, yeah. Robin was there. Yeah. And his beautiful little green speedo. Yeah, yeah, that he was. Beautiful is a colloquial term these days. Oh. yeah. So Elijah, uh, have you seen the Scooby Doo before? Yes, <laughs> I grew up with the TV show, um, and I did see this movie sometime when I was growing up, and never saw it again. So I went into this expecting it to be bad because I just didn't like it enough as a kid to watch it again. Yeah, I feel like this is a movie that Cartoon Network played the ever-loving heck out of. Well, until they had more live-action Scooby-Doo's to play the ever-loving heck out of. That they themselves produced. Right. Well, so I definitely, I think like all of us, really enjoyed the cartoon mm-hmm. growing up. It's classic. Oh, yeah. uh, I, too, also watched the cartoon. But I'm going to talk about uh, two different versions of the cartoon that... Uh, <laughs> that... Uh, Doug, you kind of alluded to one of them was the Scooby-Doo movies, which uh, Scooby-Doo met Batman. Uh, there was also episodes where they met Don Knotts. Um, As alluded to in this movie. Right. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I, I yeah. Wait, it alluded to Don Knotts? Yes. How? They said like a direct line. It was like, this is like the time that we met up with Don Knotts. Oh, I missed that. I guess I, I missed, missed that. that. Yeah, I know. I pointed it out to y'all, and you still missed it. Uh, Dadgummit. Anyway, uh, the other one, uh, there's also a cartoon on Cartoon Network, obviously, uh, that was uh, them as kids that I thoroughly enjoyed as a kid. Uh, it was essentially the same thing. They would go around solving crimes and, yeah. Yeah, young, oh, what was it? young, uh, young, no, it wasn't young. Scooby. I feel like it's like, uh, Ah, uh, gosh. There's like two was, different ones. It was like so a lead like, up. Yeah, there's line. like a prequel series, and then there's like, there's just like a redesign where they're naturally younger. 
Is it Scooby-Doo Kids? No. I'm not sure what it was called. I can't remember. Oh, oh well. Well, we're not we're not talking about that one today. We're, 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 ta- we're talking about uh, Scooby-Doo 2002. Yeah. Tristan, have you seen a Scooby-Doo before? I've seen Scooby-Doo. I was a big fan of Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. Um, I think it was something that my parents really, really wanted me to get into. And, and I did, for the most part. And I think they liked it when they were kids. Um, and like it, seemed, like, it seems like my like all the webs really liked Scooby Doo. I don't I don't know what happened there, but um, but I I watched this movie and I watched some of the shows and some of the like TV movies, you know. But mainly this movie was was like my Scooby Doo. Like this is I watched this movie a lot. Hashtag my Scooby Doo. Yeah. Right. right. <clears throat> so yeah, I also watched this movie a lot. I, I think I actually saw this one in theaters. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, I, I didn't. Back in 2002. Or I might have. I, saw, I know I saw the second one in theaters. I don't know about the first I one. I don't think I ever saw the second one all the way through. I don't. I have no memory of this. I know one. for the longest time I thought this was the second one. <laughs> um, like, I got them so confused. Oh, oh you wanted an origin story. Because there isn't one. second one's not an origin story. No, but, like, this one isn't. And the fact that it isn't made you think there must have uh, been an origin story I that you missed. So. Is that what so. it was? Probably, yeah, because um, this is more designed as a follow-up to all of the stories. Like about this is assum- this is assuming you've seen the TV show. Right. Not only that, like this movie's cynical as all get out. Like it expects that you've seen the TV show and you know every single trope that's in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they play on those a lot. Well, yeah. I I, th- I mean it's common. Like it's Scooby Doo. It's it's a well-known American mm-hmm. classic. It, I think a lot of people do. And if well, you, yeah, but you also have to think, like, for our gen- like, when we were kids, like, I don't feel like Scooby-Doo was as popular as it was before. Oh, yeah, no. So, like, this definitely feels like, it feels like it was meant for, like, the generation before us, because um, it was like, you know, we know you've seen all the stuff, and now your parents, and, like, <laughs> you you want to show this to your kids. The only problem is they're not going to get everything. Uh-huh. You'll get everything. Which I think is why I think this movie's a lot more enjoyable now than it was like when I was a kid. I think I agree and disagree with you. Okay. Because like, I mean, growing up, I watched Scooby Doo a lot. So like, when I saw this, I, I, I mean, I was like nine, so I didn't really understand a lot of the tropes. But like, I knew Scooby Doo, I knew all this stuff. And, like, this isn't what got me into Scooby Doo. Like, what got you into Scooby Doo? The original cartoon. Oh. We didn't have that where I'm from. Yeah, like, we, like I watched this before I watched the original gotcha. cartoon. Um, so, yeah. All right, y'all just want to get into it? Uh, what happens in this movie? Uh, uh, Wonderfully written by James Gunn. Not, not a whole lot, I feel I like. I mean, it's <laughs> basically like an extended episode of the, right, of right. the show. Yeah. Which is, like, the Mystery Inc. gets called on assignment to investigate some special... Spooky Island, uh, Spooky maybe. Island, yeah. Spooky Island, so, ironically named <laughs> Spooky Island. Yeah. Of course. Um, they hijinks ensue. Uh, Daphne does not Hi-jinkies. get captured. Well, um, I mean, she does, but she does, but she doesn't. Um, and the gang breaks up, but then Reek gets together. It, right. It's revealed the Reek. villain is not who you thought it was. Who'd have thunk? It would have been somebody dressed up as a villain. Yeah, um, I know. and Can you then that? and then there's a very quick resolution. Um, yeah, and it turns out it was scrappy oh, the whole time. Oh wait, 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 and there's a guy in a Led Zeppelin shirt. Oh yeah, that's right. Very important. And Mary Jane. And Mary Jane. Yeah. But that's like my favorite name, man. <laughs> Oh, and uh, Matthew Lillard is only at six percent. That's right. Right. That's right. (laughs) Shaggy never, never even makes it to ten percent of his power. Never. He doesn't need it. In this movie, Scrappy is introduced. For I'm sorry. For those of you who don't know, Scrappy Doo uh, is a character that came along in later seasons of the original cartoon, and he's Scooby Doo's nephew. Right. Yeah. He's also a giant pain in the butt. Yeah. He's annoying. Like nobody likes this dude. Not even people like, like he was taken out of the original cartoon because nobody liked him. Yeah, especially James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Continue you can, with what what you about James talking. Gunn? 
I, I don't think he liked Scrappy. Yeah, I think so that's... I made him the villain. He, pretty he, he James Gunn was the writer on this, guys. Yeah, no, which is yeah. amazing. Just letting you know, that's why we mentioned James Gunn. Happened. This is like a prequel to the... This is a precursor, basically, to the MCU, because you have James Gunn... <laughs> and uh, Linda Cardellini. And Linda Cardellini. Oh, we need... Uh, I think, guys, we need a Marvel uh, Scooby-Doo crossover. Um, I think that's the next phase of Marvel. Scooby-Doo yes. meets Spider-Man. Scooby-Doo yeah. meets Guardians because of the they, Galaxy. they've done this stuff before. I mean, right. who do you think is... All the actors look the same still? Who do you think is going to be the new big bad for the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, it's man. It's going to be Shaggy, Shaggy at 20% of his power. 20% of his power. <laughs> yeah. And the, Unlimited power. Yeah. And the Avengers won't be able to do anything. This That's is why right. Kevin Feige actually went to Star Wars is because he realized that like he realized that like Shaggy's power will will be too much for the MCU to handle. So he was like, I gotta yeet on out of here before people say that I that I did this to the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. He's just like, No, no, no. No, I will not be responsible for introducing the thing that destroys the entire the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. I will simply go to Star Wars where we talk about unlimited power, which is really like two percent of Shaggy's power. Like, like, look, like Palpatine's great, but like he's got like maybe maybe three percent of Shaggy's total power. I don't even know about that, man. See, that's the thing, though. Shaggy's not like. Shaggy's not like a oh my, person oh or a character. Shaggy is an entity which infests other film series. Like, okay, let's let's go through a couple of them. Lord of the Rings. The reason it's not around anymore is because J.R.R. Tolkien was exposed to a mere fifteen percent of Shaggy's power. <laughs> the reason the reason Chronicles of Narnia is not around anymore is because C.S. Lewis was exposed to twelve percent. Of Shaggy's total power, Rick Riordan, when he was making the Percy Jackson movies, he tried to infuse some of Shaggy's essence, but a mere four percent of Shaggy's power was too much for that franchise, and it failed. Okay, well I'm getting the cue to shut up now, so I will. <laughs> all um, right, y'all, y'all talk about this movie. I promise that's all you'll hear about a dead meme today. <laughs> okay. I do that not promise. make that promise. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we any of us can. So make I'll that hear promise. about it from me. All right. So yeah, uh, what y'all like about this movie? Well, I, I was I was actually gonna mention sh- Scrappy until All right. Duck, Duck well, took talk over. About Scrappy. We gave it to you, and then you never did anything with it because you were talking about Shaggy's power. But before oh. that, we were like, you can ha- talk about Scrappy All right, again. Boys, All right, down. well, thanks Settle for down. giving it Tristan to me. Talk about Scrappy. Uh, here we go. So. um... Scrappy comes into this movie like for half. I don't know. Was it halfway through? Probably past halfway through. Yeah. Halfway and, through for thirty seconds. And and you would and you would think that's not a great way to have a character come in like halfway through the movie. What in a flashback? Yeah. And the thing is, or though, you know, this movie is based on the fact. Well, it is, it assumes that we know you know who all, who these characters all are, which is fine because a lot of people do. And a lot of people know who Scrappy is, um, and if and if you don't, he's not in the movie that much, so it's not super important. But he's he's he comes in as the villain, and we don't know it really until the very end. I mean, you know, if Michael were here, he'd say it's predictable, and he saw it coming a million miles away. But <laughs> just we love you, Mike. I'm just kidding. I mean, I also said it was predictable. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but at, he comes in at the end, and it's like. It still works for me though, because in a, in a lot of ways, I think that having a having a villain like this, or having a character come in halfway through, rarely does it work for me. But like it, for, like it's because we don't see him at the end. I think it's just because we know who this character is already, and I think that's why it works. I just wanted I just wanted to mention that. Like, I think this movie does a pretty good job of introducing a character late in the game or late in the movie more technically, and then having him come out and it was fine, you know? I mean, it, it definitely takes advantage of Scooby-Doo being as popular as it is and people knowing who Scrappy is, so you don't have to take time to really explain who Scrappy is. Yeah. You just have to have that quick little flashback to explain why people don't, or like why Mr. E- Ink doesn't like him. Right. Because <clears throat> he peed on Daphne. Right. He was marking his territory. Nobody likes that. No, indeed. 
You know, when I saw this as a kid, I didn't particularly like it. Uh, so I went into this thinking I wasn't going to like it, but I did. And I think that's mainly because of how self-aware the movie was. Oh, yeah. Like that, obviously, I missed that when I was young. But now I'm like, this is very clever. You know, all the, the ways they toy with the main characters and like what their role has been mm-hmm. historically. Um, it's, it's good self-aware humor. I yeah. like that. I think it does a really good job of just like making fun of itself. Right, yeah. Like it points out all of the, I mean, like you were talking about, it's really self-aware. Points out all of the different things that they did. Uh, like I remember one point, like they all get together um, early on, and Fred's like, "All right, now that we're all back together, let's split up." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I said I said it earlier. Like this movie is absurdly cynical, and and that doesn't always work for a movie, especially if it's like a movie of a a part of like a well-established franchise. But, like, it's so cynical that it works in this movie's favor. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of was in a similar situation to Elijah. Like, I was coming into this thing. I was like, okay, we're going to trash this movie. We're going to have a great time. Why is it that I choose to do movies that, like, I think I'm going to trash and then they're either subpar pieces of filth that I wish would burn for like all Halloween eternity. 3. Like Halloween 3. And Howard the Duck. And ha- well, no. no. no Howard, we, the, Howard we, the Duck we was had good things discussion. to talk about. We had things to talk <laughs> about. Continue. Um, or they turn out to be really, really funny movies that are so cynical that they're absurdly comical. Like Scooby-Doo. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think throwing Fear.com in that other category, too. Do you remember watching that? Fear.com, man, we didn't have I remember that it so. happened. Well, to be uh, fair, to be fair, like, our whole reason that we did Fear.com was Mike said, hey, somebody watched this movie and they burned their copy because they were, because it was so bad. And I right. was like, sweet, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> we're going to watch it. And yeah. we didn't realize just how bad it was. Yeah. It was much worse than this movie that we watched. Yeah, this movie was enjoyable. It's oh. a good, it's, I, I had it's a good. good time watching this movie. And there, there, are, there are a lot of elements of this movie that are not so great and like the cg i guess i don't know yeah it sucks it's not it's not great but it's fine it aged poorly as most that's that's really the right it did it aged poorly it was was good like came out but like guys like even though this movie came out in 2002 like there were examples of good cg before this yeah we talked about uh, during the movie, we talked about how Lord of the Rings was coming out around the same time, mm-hmm. well, and the CG in Lord of the Rings aged well. Yeah, and like I mean, like I don't think it's enough to say that this movie that this movie CG aged poorly because honestly, I would say that this movie CG didn't look good in two thousand two. It's also meant to be very cartoonish. The characters uh-huh. move that way, like Scooby, yeah. especially the monsters. Those I think monsters there are a couple like CG things that look good. Like I, yeah. lo- I thought the monsters uh, being exposed exposed to sunlight and blowing up. Like I thought that looked really good. Yeah, I thought Scooby looked good most of the time. Monsters, the monsters in general though, didn't yeah, they look, look good. Because um, they could only do the monsters in the dark, and you yeah. could really see how bad it looked. And uh, Scrappy's entire existence looked terrible. Yeah, um, the main four actors that they picked, I think, do a good job. Um, kind of like working with the cartoonish thing, because all of their all of them do very sort of cartoonish facial expressions. That's true. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking especially of Shaggy and Daphne in this movie. Their facial expressions are very cartoonish. Yeah. Did you have you guys seen behind the scenes of this at all? No. Well, they have Scooby Doo's head on a stick. <laughs> and that, oh. that's how they. I mean, I feel that's like, how, so show I feel like that's he, how you do most like. I, I guess so. CG yeah. It's like those movies. stick horses that kids ride, kind but of. it's a stick Scooby Doo. Yeah, I feel nice. like that's nightmare fuel. Seeing Scooby Doo's head on. <laughs> on a that's stick. how they. Inter- that's how they interacted with him. He's their sacrifice. Yeah, that's that's what happens in the that's movie. That's how they got to six percent power. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so so bad's bad. Well, I feel like we've kind of talked about some of it. Yeah, okay. I guess we put CG in so bad it's bad. Yeah. I, I guess so. But, but, I, but it wasn't... I wanna, go ahead. It wasn't horrible. Yeah. It wasn't like, this sucks. Yeah, and that, that's that's what... that you know, My point was, um, it was like... it. 
like it has a lot of these elements to where we think that's cheesy or it could be bad, but it, it, it like builds on these tropes and we know these characters. And so just because of that reason, it, it's wrong to say I'm going to give it a pass because it, that doesn't even feel right. It's just mm-hmm. like it just does a good job. And you can attribute that to things like we've talked about before, like Elijah, you mentioned the four main cast members. They work really well together. Like yeah. I really, I want to watch another movie with them in it doing different characters. Like, but I want I want to see these actors in the same movie again. You know, like I really just I love this this group a lot. I've never seen Matthew Lillard in anything. Neither have I. I can fix that. Because <laughs> Matthew Lillard, Lillard was like, like coming into this movie, he was like a much bigger name than like. I think a lot of the people in the cast, like, I know he was bigger than Linda Carlini. I think this was, like, her big... This was, like, Linda Carlini's, like, big break into film and TV, which is so weird. Um, And he and Frey Prince Jr. are, like, best friends, Mm -hmm. and I think they cast Matthew Lillard, and then he got Freddie Prince Jr. this role. Um, But, yeah, he was big in the 90s. His biggest role, I think, before this is Scream... Which he's amazing in. Scream's also one of my favorite movies, like yeah. of all time. Never it seen used, it. It used to be on my list. I can fix that. Um, <laughs> yeah. It used to be on my top ten list, mm-hmm. and then it chapter two happened. Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, um, no, he's <laughs> he's really good, and I think he's probably the best choice you could ever get for Shaggy. Like if you talk. Like, he'll do, he'll still do interviews about this role now. Because it's like the thing he's known for is yeah. like Shaggy. Right. And he is Shaggy. Yeah, he spawned the memes. Like, That's I think right. he voices Shaggy now. I on think the show. He, he did for a long time. I, don't, I think he still does. But I don't know. I don't know. I, he does. I'm getting the approval from Ford um, that he still does. Uh, but anyway, um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I think it's really funny because everyone in this movie, like, I'm not going to say that, like, they're acting, like, as bad. I'm just going to say, like, it's very clear, like, this is Fred Prince Jr. playing Fred. This is Sarah Michelle Gellard, whose name is so hard for me to remember. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, playing Daphne. This is Linda Carlini playing Velma. This is Shaggy. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, there is no Matthew. It's like... It's like when Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman in Man on the Moon. Like, there was no Jim. There was only Andy. Here, there is no Matthew. There is only Shaggy. And even then, not all of Shaggy. Yeah, it's only 6% of his power. Um, oh, my. <laughs> it's not going to die, Tristan. Never. Anyway, uh, never. I'm looking on Matthew Lillard's uh, IMDb page, and he does indeed still play Shaggy. Okay. Including in one episode of Teen Titans Go! I feel like we should just watch the whole series and then review it like as a cluster like like just do a one I know I know it would suck too it would suck so if we're gonna do Teen Titans Go let's do the movie because the movie was good I agree with you but also we don't get Matthew Lillard in it Uh, oh one episode for Matthew Lillard is not worth watching the whole series but it's also Matthew Lillard who knows? Care. He might be at a higher power percent oh. by then. I really wonder uh, if the episode of Teen Titans Go that he's in plays on the meme. Because, it, like, the so you were would. talking about self awareness. Teen Titans Go is a really self aware show. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen it. Well, the movie except, is really self aware. Well, I've seen one scene from that show, and it was very. Um, it didn't take itself seriously at all. Right. So I kind of wonder if they play on the meme in that episode. I Could hope. Be. I've never seen it. Oh, jeez. They're going to have to look this up now. Yeah. I've never seen the ep- the show. I don't... Well, the all. original Teen I, Titans show. I barely even watched that. Oh, you missed out, man. For real. I'm sure I did. Anyway, back it's on Scooby-Doo. probably Scooby-Doo. the one reason to get the DC streaming service. But yes, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I, I don't think we have anything for So Bad It's Bad. Mm-hmm. Except for the CGI. I, I, uh, okay. It's cheesy. Hear me out. Yeah, but it's campy. It's cheesy on purpose. I'm not saying this is like a genuinely bad thing in this movie. I'm saying when compared to everyone's acting, Sarah Michelle Gellard's acting for me and performance is so bad it's bad. Because like, 
But that also, I don't think, is entirely her fault. I think it's because, like, of the group of characters in Mystery Incorporated, Daphne is the worst character. You know, I may get death threats for what I'm about to say, but I have never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and anything that I've seen her in, I didn't think she was a very good actress. I've only seen, like, parts of Buffy, and, like, I mean, she's she's fine in it. She's in Scream, too. I'll, I'll believe you. I've also never seen Buffy, so I agree with Elijah. I, I think it's also um, worth mentioning that Daphne in the original show, she doesn't have a personality, really. Well, I mean, that's that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. I mean, like, like, think about it. When you think about the characters of Scooby-Doo, you have Fred, who's the leader. He's, like, egocentric, but he's the leader. <laughs> you have Velma, who's the nerd and figures out everything. You have Sh- Shaggy and Scooby, who are the comic relief and are, like, afraid of everything. <clears throat> What's Daphne's <laughs> point? Like, what did... She's, she's the, the love damsel interest. in distress. Eye candy. She's, she's the pretty one. She's the damsel in distress. She's Fred's girlfriend, that he just brings that's along. Never, that's never like a stab. I know, I know, but I don't but know. But you know, whenever they, they split up, it's know. always Fred and Daphne that go upstairs yeah. to look to see if they can find any monsters. Well, it's because Fred's in charge, and he's like, you're with me, and Daphne's like, okay. okay. I, I don't know so what else weird. to do. It's so, like I have no motivation. Like I don't think Sarah Michelle Gellard's like a bad actress. I'm just saying, like... I don't know if I'm like saying that her acting is that bad, or if I'm saying the character of Daphne is that bad. I think that's it, because she at least added something to this character. Like she at least gave her some sort of personality, right? Like she, yeah. she, you know, she was sassy, I guess, or you know, she had slightly more of a personality in the movie than she ever did in the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give her that. Um, so bad it's good. The entire movie. Yeah. Uh, there's a of. bunch of there's a bunch of really good. Lines I mean, it's it's all on purpose. Um, yeah, Sugar Ray's in it. Sugar Ray for some reason. Sugar Ray's a and he's cl- a bad guy. Classic, uh, rock, hip hop band, two thousands band. Two, yeah, <laughs> that genre is two thousands. Post I feel the like genre is frosted Scott. tips. I feel like the <laughs> further we get from the two thousands, the more we're gonna be like, no, two thousand is like a genre in of itself. The latest, the early postmodern. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, they're in it as they're they they act in it and they sing and are they're monsters. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably in real life too. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Maybe please listen to our podcast. Support us. <laughs> Give us Sugar, money, Sugar Ray, if you're interested. Sugar Ray, <laughs> we know you're listening. <laughs> what is this? His name's not Sugar Ray. That's, That's the what I'm putting on the list. Right? That's the name of the band. Yeah. Also, for uh, those of y'all who are wondering, I do keep a list. We do. We do. <laughs> one it's of these extensive. days, we're going to email every single one of these people, like, the episode of the podcast they were mentioned on. Oh, I don't like, have that. And be like, I know. I it's, know. It's Mark, we'll just, Mark McGrath. Well, no, but we're saying, like, the entire band. Oh, my gosh. So many people listen to our podcast. That's right. Um, So, I think... We, I'm backtracking to something we already talked about, but um, I'm going to say that, what's her name? Sarah Michelle Geller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about her acting that um, we're not necessarily super impressed with, but I'm <laughs> definitely going to say it's so bad it's good because it's cartoonish. Right. Yeah. And, and it fits with like Matthew Lillard's cartoonish acting as Scooby. Like the facial expressions they make are very... Most people don't really pull faces like that yeah. a lot, so I I thought that was good. Yeah, so bad it's good. Uh, something that was so bad it's good for me. Uh, not necessarily the scene, but the joke that I made during the scene when uh, Scooby <laughs> and Shaggy were having their little uh, burp and farting contest. Yes. Uh, during that comment, or during that scene, I made the comment, and Shaggy's only using six percent of his power. <laughs> you know, I had a thought during that scene. Um, remembering how bad you guys roasted Jack Black when we did our episode on Gulliver's Travels. I, and did, like, I did not roast Jack Black. Gul- I was not here, and I gave that movie its highest score. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> See, I like Gulliver's Travels is not a good movie, but I like Jack Black in most stuff, and the rest of you guys were roasting him. But I was like, if... I, th- I think it, that was mostly me. 
Yeah, okay, well... Because I'm not a big Jack Black this, and I've never understood that. This scene in Scooby-Doo where they're having the farting contest was Jack Black humor. Yeah, agreed. But if it had been Jack Black in the scene, you guys would have been like, oh, there's Jack Black being Jack Black. But in this scene, it was like, oh, there's Shaggy using 6% of his power. I mean, that's because Shaggy's a meme and Jack Black isn't. Uh... Not Jack Black must be a meme. Jack what are you Black talking about? Jack Black is a meme in and of himself. He's a meme on legs. <laughs> Not in the same way, though. The man who created a YouTube channel and literally his first video is, all right, can I get a million subscribers in a week? And he got like a million subscribers in two days. Uh, must be nice being famous. I know, right? Anything else? Can meme. we get 1,000 likes on this podcast episode? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah. not. We're not famous. Uh, well, Sugar Ray's going to put in a, a word for us. Sugar sure. Ray's going to tell all their friends. The influence of Sugar Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else for so bad it's good? Um, I kind of think the movie in general falls into that category. Yeah. Very much yeah. on purpose. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. campy humor. <clears throat> yeah, when we get into so good it's good, like there are very specific things that are so good. Oh, good. what did y'all think of uh, the luchador from Telemundo? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so bad it's bad. Really? Yeah. You didn't like him? No. Why not? I'm also, you know. But, go ahead. Well, I'm a little tired of just dumb henchmen being thrown in for mini boss battles um, in movies. I mean, that's exactly what this was here, so I, I, I kind of get it. I also really hate when movies introduce a character whose first language is Spanish and they just th- sprinkle in random Spanish words as if the character doesn't know <laughs> those words in English. Okay? Follow me. When movies introduce Spanish-speaking characters, they generally refer to the other characters as things like senorita, as if they don't know how to say miss in English. You know they know how to say these things in English. <laughs> but the script has them sprinkling Spanish words that English speakers are familiar with. So that we're like... Oh, I get it. He speaks Spanish. <laughs> that I'm t- I'm so tired of that. Yeah. I feel like you're commentating more on the mindset of film ri- of screenplay writers. Yeah. Um, They're like as opposed <laughs> to the actual film. It's it's like do you not know anyone whose first language is Spanish and also speaks English? You know they know these words in English too, right? They don't have to resort to Spanish for basic words. So that yeah. that's kind of a little thing that annoys me in movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, this what this guy feels like to me. I don't even remember his name. The, I'm not sure he's given a name. I think it's just like Luchador. I think they do name him, but I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, they do at the beginning because he says this is my evil best friend or something like that. <laughs> remember yeah. when they're on the island? This, this wrestler though, it feels like you know at at some of these attractions because Spooky Island is this theme park that. It's like something like Six Flags. It's not quite as big as Disney or something like that. That's the feel I'm getting. It's very Six Flags esque. Yeah, and it, and it's like um, kind of dingy in a lot of places. But like it's somewhere I could see some like F list celebrity, like uh-huh. a luchador or something like maybe not a a very popular one, get a job at. And work at as like a sideshow okay. attraction. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Like that makes a little more sense. When to you me. when you put it that way, that is kind of so yeah. Good, it's good. So yeah. bad, it's good. Somewhere in there. And I, and I'm I really have okay just with received that. what the luchador's name is. What's his name? Nagu Tawana. That's oh. right. I thought that was the main guy. Yeah, that's the main. That's yeah. the bald guy. Yeah. Okay, but that guy does introduce the luchador. He's like, "This is my evil super buddy." Yeah. Zorio oh, no. or something. Oh, Zarkos. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. It's Zarkos. Zarkos. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So. Anyway. Mixed feelings you, about Zarkos. Zarkos. <laughs> Otherwise known as Zarkos. He says something like the that. The luchador from the two was famous for being on Telemundo. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, <clears throat> so, one of my favorite parts of this movie is really really quick but i get I, I get a laugh out of it every single time a big one it's it's like towards the end where they're all dressed up as um as the cult people and they're trying to blend in and then they all start <laughs> dancing like oh yeah 
<laughs> and they're just like waving their arms in like <laughs> like very robotic fashions and then they're changing everything up. Oh, man. That was a good scene. And it was like conventionally funny. Right. It wasn't the it wasn't so much the we're making fun of ourselves and making fun of Scooby Doo type thing. It was more conventional humor. That's so there's true. a mix of things like that in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Like what else? <laughs> Other more conventional humor, like, like the the farting contest is conventional humor. <laughs> it's not high grade humor, but you so know it's, it's crude humor. Or um, the the whole voodoo guy on the beach, dude. He was funny. He was yeah. funny. He was like, dang it, now I have to start the voodoo ritual all over again. <laughs> he's just a guy that lives here for some reason, I guess. Like I don't think he's a part of the park. I assume he just lives on the yeah. beach. Yeah, it's never really explained. Yeah. <laughs> but he's there. How mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He would be, the, if we were watching this as a cartoon, he would be the guy who's behind everything, I think. Uh huh. That would be, I, he'd be one of my suspects. He was one of the suspects. Was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. It was yeah. him, Mondavarius, and the, the bald guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So good. It's good. Um, the voodoo guy trying to sacrifice a, um, uh, Thought out chicken. Oh, what was it? No, he had a, he had a creature. What did he call it? That little creature with like four legs and, uh, and skinny arms. I don't know. What? Do you remember he held it up and it was like yeah, a, and Shaggy was like a dead. To, to I protect oh, it's himself. one of those like yeah. It was, like, it, it was like a shrunken head. Yeah, but it was some kind of. I seem to was there, were there talking heads in this? Like I seem to remember there being like. Shrunken well, were, talking heads. Well, there were talking floating soul heads. No, oh, that's I know, true. But I'm talking. I thought there were like little talking heads that were in his voodoo shack. At some I don't point. recall. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Um, if you guys know what I'm talking about, well, please I, I know for a fact that there's a tiny talking shrunken head in the movie of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. There are also talking heads in Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. I'm th- I think I'm thinking of the shrunken head in Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Well, then. Because I don't remember Haunted Mansion. I, I don't think it. anybody remembers Haunted Mansion. I don't think Eddie Murphy remembers Haunted Mansion. Maybe he does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't Murphy? find the quote, but another uh, So Good It's Good For Me, uh, Melvin Dew. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that <laughs> yes. was funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, ben, would you like to set the scene for people? No. Okay, uh. so there's a scene in this movie where I guess Scooby is like ordering a drink from a bar, which is a whole thing. I mean, I, he's just at the bar and the yeah. juice bar, and I mean, and, he's walking around because Shaggy went off with uh, Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like my favorite name, man. Uh, where was I going with this? I remember. Um, so anyway, so the bartender goes. Uh, is there a Mr. Do here? And this uh, one guy who, like, uh, he looks like Jim Parsons before Jim Parsons. That's not Jim Parsons. I know it's not Jim Parsons. He looks like a smaller, younger Jim Parsons. And he stands up and he goes, Do you mean Melvin Do? <laughs> and I'm just, it, it, was, it was genuinely. No, funny. uh, Scooby Do. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, everyone. Okay, so I want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of this, there's a whole subplot of this movie where the reason the mystery gang, the mystery team has to like, <laughs> has to like... It's, it's uh, the mystery gang. It's why'd you, why'd mis- you correct yourself to mystery they, team? It's mystery oh. ink. The reason they have to help out this island <laughs> is because there's something that's, like, turning the spring-breaking teenagers who are, like, spring-breaking teenagers. <laughs> no, college kids, excuse me, they are college yeah, kids. Yeah, they're a little bit The spring-breaking college kids from spring-breaking college kids into, and I quote, sober, well-adjusted college kids. What? Which is the whole problem. Um, uh... And there's this moment when uh, when Fred and Velma find this like tutorial video on how like teenagers are actually supposed to act. And oh yeah! 
And it's this scene where this guy bumps into another guy at a party, and he goes, and he goes, well, man, sorry. And I can't even do it because I can't find the quote. I will crush I, I your can... bones into dust. So yeah. that's how it's. That's how it happens. First of all. And, and they're like, this is the wrong way to act. Yeah, and then there's like, get this, some teenagers uh, playing a piano for fun. <laughs> Who does that anymore? And there's a bunch of girls just like hanging out like, know. yeah, this guy's really, really great playing this piano for us. Yeah. And they'll turn around. So after the guy, so after the time when the guy goes, I will crush your bones into dust and crushes a glass in his hands, <laughs> uh, they do it again and they're like, this is how you're supposed to act. And the guy goes, no, it's all good, dog. Like, you know, like, and he, like, spouts off some string of, like, 90s words that I can't even think of what they mean. And then he goes, word. And that's a really dumb moment, and I recognize the fact that it doesn't work here because we're in a, this is a, this is an audio format for us to, like, get our opinions out there. But well, it, it's so funny. You kind of explained it all in a big jumble. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's hard. It, it is hard to explain. Yeah. yeah well, it happened in a jumble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it did. But uh, it was funny. It, was it should be a meme where he, this this guy just turns to the camera and looks directly into the lens and, and, sa- goes, and says, word. "Word," and then winks. Word. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> and then it's he super good. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. We, we, we might. Who knows? We might share that with this. Might find a little little gift somewhere. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, so, Doug, uh, I want to touch on something. Sure. Um, you mentioned uh, what I thought was, as an offhanded joke, that there was an R-rated cut of this movie. Is there really? Yes. James Gunn um, posted on Facebook uh, that the original cut of this film had an R rating. Why didn't we get does, that movie? Does he have it? Why didn't we get I mean, that movie? I mean, somewhere. But apparently uh, the people who rate films rated in Rated it R. Yeah, the MPAA. Yeah, the, them. Which I was very surprised to learn. I would have loved that so much. Well, I would have watched the heck out of that. Oh, yeah, same. This movie did suffer, didn't it? Because it couldn't decide who it was marketed to. Well, I mean, we were talking about that earlier. We were just like, and we we were talking about the fact that like this movie clearly wants to be more edgy than mm-hmm. it can be. But like, you have to appeal to the kids. There were moments that were surprisingly edgy. Yeah, like, I don't know if we can say them on... <laughs> we can't really, but, like, there are curse words that are thrown around in here. There are, like... Some anatomical jokes that we didn't see coming. <laughs> yeah. A lot more sex jokes than we thought we would see. But to be fair, mm-hmm. this is the 2000s when, and like... There were more. When, well, like, decency was not a thing. Yeah, well, it's not like this movie was full of that stuff, but there was enough in it to be surprising. To be surprising and noticeable. Um... Yeah. Also, there's this line that I just want to say. Because Shaggy goes, uh, somebody's just like, you need to go into this spooky island. And this, and Shaggy goes, like, we don't go near any place with spooky, haunted, forbidden, or creepy in the name. Or hydroquatic. And then Shaggy goes, right. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Or hydrocolonic. But that's for, like, a whole different reason, man. Just because. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> I was trying to tap into just 1% of his power. I couldn't really do you it. You failed. I you failed. got close. I failed. Maybe, like, 0.25%. I'll take 0.25%, though. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about this movie? Not really. Oh, Rowan Atkinson. We haven't even talked about him. Yeah. <clears throat> so What's good he doing good. here? So oh, he's getting paid money is what he's doing I here. I don't know, Ben. I don't it's know, Rowan man. It's Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good enough reason, man. It is for me. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, like, I get why he's here, but he's also kind of pointless. I, I get why he's here because I think this kind of fits with his humor, doesn't mm-hmm. it? I think so. I, I, I thought it was a really good casting for the character that he played. I don't know. Even if it was just scrappy most of the time. You look like you have something you want to say, Doug. I don't. I, I kind of want you to convince me, like he's so good, it's good. Because I can't. I don't know, man. I'm not really getting behind you on this. I just thought uh, I liked the quirks that he brought. Um, I mean, it's a very quirky character, and I thought he did a good job with it. Yeah, that. but like there are a lot of actors who could do that. 
but none of them are also Mr. Bean. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything else to say about this movie. Yeah, that I'm, was the only other thing I had. Like, I, at the start of this movie, I was mad because it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But then I was like, this is genuinely enjoyable, and if I keep saying that like I hate it, it's just gonna make me like a jerk. Um, I mean, fitting. Yeah, that's not to say I haven't done that with a couple movies yeah. before. Like yeah. there have been several movies where a I'm couple. just like I'm mad that this movie isn't worse than it was. You know, I <laughs> what you just said is super weird, and even weirder is that I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want, I I kind of want to use the bad scale. And keep the score on this movie from being too high, but I'm going to use the good well, score. Well, no. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, what's the best way to watch this movie? Um, Don't watch it as a kid. Watch, yeah, it, as watch, like it, a, watch it in your 20s. Do, do both. <laughs> no. For me. Like, I, I, I think this appeals to both audiences. Because it has a lot of different kinds of humor yeah. in it. I would agree with that. I think I enjoy it more now as an adult than I did as a kid, though. Because I, I, I see all of that um, I agree other with that. humor. I think your appreciation of this movie as a kid... Like, I'm not saying that, like, you shouldn't watch it as a kid. I'm just saying that, like... Like, as a kid, your appreciation of this is very surface level. Like, oh, it's Scooby-Doo. We're looking... They're, they're, they're solving a mystery. Um, but as an adult, like, you pick up on all the cynicism Mm -hmm. and all the, all, like, the, the reading between the lines and, like, it's so clever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing, is this movie is so freaking clever. Um, yeah. And it spawned one of the greatest memes and One of the greatest memes of our time. Hopefully another one, too, with Word. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm going to try to push Word. For that. I'm, I'm going to make a GIF. I didn't find any online, but. Can we just, instead of posting our usual picture for, like, what this movie is, like, instead I'll of posting the poster, instead of posting the pic, like, the movie poster on the website, can we just have a guy going, Word. And, like, a flash GIF. I'll see what I can do. Sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the best way to watch this movie? So, Doug, you already kind of mentioned your best way to yeah. watch it? Uh, yeah, I agree. Watch this movie as a grown person. Because um, ungrown people. What do you call them? Children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to the quote book. They, uh, they're not going to get a lot of the stuff. They haven't leveled up. I didn't. Much yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I would say watch it with... Uh, definitely kind of in your 20s. Uh, <laughs> like or, us. Yeah. Uh, where you're old enough to understand the cleverness of the movie, but not too old to laugh at fart jokes. Because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> there are a few of those in here. That's uh, well said. Thank you. Yeah. I um, Also watch it with people who understand the Shaggy meme. Right. <laughs> right. Watch it with people who understand what Scooby-Doo is as well. Um, because of this whole movie is predicated on that that you know what scooby-doo is right but yeah i I think also uh like i i said watch it as a kid and as an adult but i I think it also factors in obviously the nostalgia factor is the thing um but other than that yeah i think watching it as adult and child but you can't go back in time if you haven't watched it as a kid um, unless you guys know the way yet i mean so not yet just watch this movie with some friends and laugh at it and you know, try not to make too much fun of it and actually enjoy it. Yeah. Stop being cynical and let the movie do that for it you. It makes fun of itself plenty. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Doug, how do the scales work? So, uh, we here at Some Jerks Talk About Movies, we have two scales. We have our first scale, which is a bad scale. Our bad scale goes from 1 to 10, with 1 being so bad it's bad, 5 being a movie that just exists in the ether, and 10 being a movie that's so bad it's good. We as the jerks have the ability to either subtract an additional points, giving the score of giving the film a possible score of negative five, which means it should burn for all of eternity. Hi, Grace, too. Or we can add five points, giving it a possible score of 15, which leaks over into our good scale. Now, our good scale is another scale of one to ten, one being a movie that is just above so bad it's good, um, five being a movie that's genuinely a good, enjoyable movie, and ten being, like, your top three movies of all time. I think we're going to use both scales today. Okay. 
Who I, wants to start? I'll start. That's it. I also have a score from Mike. I don't know if y'all want to include that since he wasn't here to watch the movie. We can go movie. on and say it. Okay. Uh, Mike is going to give this a 7 on the bad scale, okay. which I kind of disagree with, but we'll get to my score later. We have no basis for that either because he didn't explain himself. That's true. He also didn't watch most of the movie with us. Yeah. All right, All right. Doug, go. All right. Um, so I'm going to give this movie a 9 on the bad scale. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's like really so bad it's good for me. Um, there are a couple things that I'm just like, I can't get over the fact that this is really bad. Um, yeah. All right. Elijah? I think I'm going to give it a 3 on the good scale. It's funny. And the movie is so self-aware, and I think that's a really significant strength in a funny movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take itself very seriously, and that just makes all the jokes funnier. Uh, people are that way, too. People who don't take themselves that seriously are usually funnier. Yeah, this is a movie that doesn't feel like it's going to be a comedy. You don't really know what it is. You know it's a Scooby-Doo movie. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. guess it's going to be somewhat funny. But like, it is like, it really is just a comedy. Yeah. So, uh, kind of going off of what you said, uh, I also enjoy the comedy of this movie. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a uh, two on the good scale. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tristan. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a four on the good scale. Oh. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's tied to some nostalgia, I'll admit. Um, but also, this movie holds up for me in almost every single way. And when I'm older, I get more of the jokes, too, oh. because there are some adult jokes in this movie. Oh. And I think they're funny, um, so we get some of that too. Yeah, okay. it, there's just a lot going for this movie. All right. Well, uh, let's see, that gives us a final score. Uh, wait. Uh, uh, wait. What? I. Um, I guess Who this, are you? I guess Ford is joining the podcast now. Uh, Ford, when did you get here? Uh, this is my favorite film of all time, <laughs> um, and I'm going to give it a ten, uh, but not actually. Okay. <laughs> As oh, Beth said, what? Uh, if I actually had to give one be a two on the good scale that's all right. all, that is all cool thank you ford all right, give me a second to uh are you out. adding ford's score in yeah sure oh i put okay. mike for in. the record for the record what? ford okay. sat here and watched the entire movie with <laughs> right, us he did. mike did not even watch the right. movie so i'll put it in that's fine uh y'all talk about something while i do this math report. all right so something um, so this tuesday the day that the show that this uh episode releases i'm in a play um, it's called Niagara Falls. It's Grot Tim. Uh, I play an arsonist. A, a Grot Tim. It's great time. Um, I play an arsonist, which is awesome. We love that. Uh, however, some this jerks play you talk is straight about, fire. However, some jerks you talk about movies does not condone the use of arson. Um, the use of arson. How do you burn things on Niagara Falls? <laughs> Come see the show. And you'll uh, find out. Yeah. No, I've got our final score. Okay, sweet. Uh, so after adding up all of the scores, uh, that gets us a final score of 1.2 on the good scale. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's like, that sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds like uh, I'll, sweet I'll spot. It. Yeah. I'll be right. What did you give it again? I gave it a four. Okay. Right. You gave it a three? Three? Three. Okay. So yeah, are there any movies coming out that you guys want to see? Knives Out. Knives oh yeah, Knives, Knives out. out. Yeah. Uh, this Thursday, uh, since Mike's not here to mention it, I will. The Lighthouse, starring Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Willem Dafriend. That's, That's right. right. That's the guy. Harriet, that comes out in November. And then Star Wars, nothing yeah. but Star Wars. There's nothing but Star Wars. There are a lot of movies coming out Andy this Sumer. year that I want to see. You said Knives Out. I, I do want to see um, Doctor Sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one's good. Yeah. I want to see that. For the, um, uh, those of y'all that don't know what that is, it's like a sequel to The Shining. Yeah, I'm Starring... really excited for that. I'm I really... Oh, go ahead, Doug. Uh, I'm going to give some love to Zombieland Double Tap that came out this past Friday that I haven't seen yet, uh, but I'm going to see it eventually. Never saw the first one. I, I love it. Zombieland. I want to see it, too. Let me I know, love let Zombieland. Me know, Doug. I can show it to you. Um, I want to see uh, 21 Bridges. I don't, know, I don't think that's out yet. No, I don't think it is, but I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I, I really want to see Frozen 2. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. I really want to see Star Wars. I really want to see the Tom Hanks' Mr. Rogers. I do, too. Has that come out yet? No. Okay. 1917 oh, is going to come out? I just realized something. What? This is going to air the day after the last Star Wars um, 
trailer is released, so we can't talk about it yet. And we're not going to be able to talk about it for a couple weeks. Fine. It's okay. Ugh. I mean, we don't really talk about it, like, on the podcast anyway. Yeah, I mean, somewhat. Anyway. We'll be fine. Well, well yeah, th- uh, this... we hope you enjoyed that uh, trailer. This, <laughs> But the, the rest of this year is just, for me, chock full of good you, movies. You make a really good point. Like, this is genuinely, like, a good time mm-hmm. for movies. So, uh, one more movie that y'all didn't mention. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Yes, Jojo Rabbit. I want to see I that. I'm really pumped for that. Yeah. Yeah. Taika Waititi, like, is just, like... He's just doing good stuff. I love that man. Yeah. With all my heart. He's great. Um, I feel like there was one more, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, you said The Lighthouse. Oh, I saw Adam's Family uh, two oh, weeks ago. What'd you think? I like it. I yeah. like it. I think it captures a lot of the humor of the Adam's Family very well. Uh, I think it falls into some of the pitfalls that like most modern kids, am- kids anime movies fall into, where like... Where like it's a fish out of water story, mm-hmm. and that's what that's where all the conflict comes from. But the stuff where it's just the Adams family, like it's really good. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I recommend it. Go see it. It's good. All right. uh, well, speaking of uh, movies and the future, what are we talking about next week? I'm glad you asked. Ben. You like that segue? Yeah, we're talking about Casper. That's right, Casper. Friendly ghost. Yeah, uh, 1995 live-action Casper movie, yeah. starring Christine Ritchie, who was the Wednesday Adams. Oh, oh well, yeah. There, there cool. you go. That's what They're we're doing. Connected. And Devin Sawa, who's in a... Final Destination, because if there's anything that Casper reminds me of, it's Final Destination. Oh yeah, totally. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna be our last, uh, last Halloween movie. Of... It's gonna be our last spoopy one of the of the year. So, and then we get into November, and then baby. We're back with December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we yeah, got that, that is how month. That's generally how it works, right? <laughs> if you check out your calendar. You know, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Take a the look. The sentence that I said in my mind was way cooler, and then you both said that, and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I just said the way that months work. <laughs> Always here to, to, to point, point it out, Doug. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Ford, thank you for watching the movie and uh, giving us a score. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and not being on the rest of the podcast. Oh, yeah, I was hungry. Hey, but <laughs> he but, said I was hungry. <laughs> hey, that's literally the reason he wasn't on the podcast. Um, hey, but Ben, I have a question. Okay. Do you care? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I actually can't remember what the question was. I asked. Where can? That one where time. can? Wait. Fine, do it. I, I'm, I'm setting you up, boy. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say it. Where can the people find us? Oh, Doug, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you can find us in all sorts of places, uh, but the easiest place to start will be our uh, wonderful website created by our very own Michael Ruiz, who's not here. Hey. Uh, com. You can also like us on our various social media platforms, Facebook, Some Jerks Talk About Movies, Twitter at Some Jerks Pod, and Instagram at Some Jerks Podcast. You can also find us pretty much anywhere you can stream a podcast, uh, specifically Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and probably some other ones that I'm missing. Uh, but yeah, uh, specifically if you're listening to us on uh, Apple or Spotify, be sure to uh, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. That really helps us with all the algorithm stuff and Helps other people find us. Smash that subscribe button. Smash yeah. that subscribe. Can we get 1,000 likes on this one video? Uh, maybe Word. We live in a society. Let me rephrase that. Can we get one like on this video? Well, another <laughs> another great way to tell your friends about this podcast is to physically tell your friends about this podcast. Make yes. flyers. Also, um, since this is the uh, podcast that's coming out after this... Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know what I just said. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to uh, the Red and Black uh, at UGA um, for mentioning mentioning the podcast uh, that I didn't know whether or not they would actually mention, but they did. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, That means a lot. All right. You kids have anything else? I don't think so. No, sir. All right. All right, uh, well, be sure to listen to us next week when we talk about Casper the Friendly Ghost. Um, ben, I'm still mad about whatever I got mad about you last week, so I won't be on next week. <laughs> okay. I just wanted you to know that I've kept up that. It's okay, Mike is up. still a little mad and also isn't going to be on. Yeah, so. I know, I figured. But it's okay, um, we have a f- wonderful first-time guest coming to join us. That's so true, we totally do. Um, oh, yeah, so be sure sorry, to, I had a moment. Be uh, sure to join us next week when we talk about Casper. 
the friendly ghost. And maybe when I come back the next week, my brain won't be so spacey. It I might still spacing be. in and out. It um, might still be, though. But anyway, for all us jerks to talk about movies, I'm Doug. I'm Ben. I'm Tristan. I'm Elijah. And we look for perks and talked with jerks. We're just jerks who talk about movies. Y'all have a great week. Like swings, man.